Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. What does that mean, Fred? The boys are here. Ooh, I like that. The boys are here. I am Fred Slow, and I will be alongside you, friend of the show, up until 7 o'clock tonight, where I will then leave the program. Now, help me out here, Mike Vital. Is Mike Trujillo yes. on tonight, or is he off tonight? No, he's off tonight. He's off tonight. He is off tonight. He, so he's on assignment tonight. He's going to a party. Well, we're all going to a party. And we're all going to a party. It's and the every cl- day's a party. It's the cluster Christmas party tonight for everyone here who is part of the Cumulus family. So we'll be doing that tonight. Family. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. For the friends of the show, you meet us at uh, Dave and Buster's at 7 o'clock for the Christmas party. But we won't be there. We'll be where the actual party is. Correct. Yeah. So that's a little loop-de- that's a loop-de-loo I just threw at you. You don't ever decl- you don't disclose the place of the party. It's the old bait and switch, yeah. Fred. You gave him the old bait and switch. Come see us at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we'll be at a main we'll event about. all night long, seven <laughs> fifteen. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yep. Alongside me, a guy who always baits my hook, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Oh my goodness, I am so average. The texter agrees. 505-246-0610. You text us. We will text you. Also, the Quans Auto Care hotline is open to you, friend of the show. You reach out. We will talk all things. I know you want to talk to the Cowboys. We will talk to the Cowboys. We'll talk Cowboys if you want us to talk Cowboys. I want to talk about this weather. This is like the most wintry-looking day of the year so far. Before we introduce Van's seasonal depression to the program, Michael Vital is making sure we are on the air on both the FM and the AM, and I assume the app, but I don't know your full responsibilities. Michael, how are you? I'm doing well, and I feel like it's another sunny day. It's nice to have a cloudy day, though. No, it is not. No. No. Hey, they don't let you outside at all, do they? Beautiful day. Okay, in in your head, I like this party. Hey, will you get... Steve Stucker on the line. I want him to give you a weather update. Overcast is the worst cast since they recast the facts of life. Like, it is bad. Overcast is probably Atmosphere's second best album. It's their first album, but it's their second best album. I would say the best album is... From Atmosphere or in general? Probably Stankonia. I think Stankonia is the best Outcast album. You said, so I said Overcast, not Outcast. And I said Atmosphere, not Equimini. <laughs> Still down the right path. We I'm, a big, I'm a big AT Aliens guy, Vital. What about you? you AT Aliens, Equimini, Stankonia? Uh, Sarasota. Okay. Speaker box low below? No. Up the ante. That, okay. You're <laughs> This is segueing fast. Vital always goes to 1920s Backstreet Jive Talk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you looking up the ante here, guy? 
We got a mark on Maine, do we? I got an ace of spades. Here you go. (laughs) You want to talk music, do you? How about the uh, soothing sounds of John Philip Swalza? Yeah, put a nickel in the Monopoly, guy. (laughs) It is weird how guy was like a period during that time period. Like you finish a sentence, you finish it with guy. Oh. Oh, man, I just got guyed. Yeah. Ooh, this got serious. You know the tracksuit mafia and Hawkeye finishes all their sentence with bro? Well, I think exclamation points hadn't been invented yet. So it's just guy. We need to put an exclamation on the end. Why why is everyone you're talking to from France? (laughs) I think it'd be Guy. Ah, my bad. Yeah. Which also Asian. It's a, I believe that's a robe. Martial arts robe. Yeah, sure. On the program today, and we're very excited about it. Uh, at or near 5 o'clock, and I say at or near, because our very good friend and friend in real life, Steve Davis, okay. is coming from, well, he's coming from the vaccine appointment. Oh, he's go- oh you're getting, a, getting poked and getting coming the, straight here? Yeah, getting the booster and then coming over. Oh, I had no idea. You so, kept that from me. Well, and here's the thing I was going to tell you here. You're burying the lead. Because after you get the booster, Michael Vital, you have to wait 15 minutes. So depending upon, number one, if he's a rule follower. And number two, if there's, like, anything to bring attention. So, Steve Davis of ProView Networks will be joining us. Steve Davis, if you're a fan of anything here in the state that involves athletic, you know that Steve Davis is a part of it. So, he'll be joining us. He has also called multiple New Mexico Highlands games with me this year, which has been a lot of fun. So He's he'll, a talented dude. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a, a, a network like you would not believe, and all of it involves sports, and that's why it's relevant to the program. What's this, what's this 15-minute thing? Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rat out my facility. Because as we all know, snitches get stitches. Well, but when I got my booster, they just said, "Have at it, buddy. Get out of here. You're well, good. You're good to go." When they looked at you, they said, "Jokes get pokes," and then they just let you go. They okay. Yeah, they didn't care. Uh huh. So Steve Davis will be with us. He will hang out for a segment or two. We will talk high school athletics, specifically high school basketball. We'll talk New Mexico Highlands basketball, as he and I have had great exposure to that, and we are excited for that. Then at 6 o'clock, and I'm very excited about this one, Adam Halpern will join us. And that might be a fresh name to some friends of this show. It might be a fresh name to the sports community here in town. Adam Halpern is the creator of Wave On, which is this incredibly cool app. It's still in the developmental. But what it does is it pairs athletes directly via like FaceTime-style interface Mm -hmm. with personal trainers and athletic trainers and um, like – physical therapist and like all immediate like injury and acute acute care stuff and it's uh it's currently being pitched like the mountain west and the pac 10 or excuse me pac 12 and all these different like conferences but then to have access for like immediate oh my god i did a little thing to my knee give me immediate feedback and it's to me it seems revolutionary in the world of sports medicine so i'm excited to have him on and talk about that he's a former trainer for Stanford University. He was the trainer for U.S. Ski. So he has a world of experience in this world. So we're going to talk about the development of that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But you got a bum knee, so you need to get some good data off Something too. is up. Cause I, so I was at the Y this morning, the YMCA of Central New Mexico, and I was shooting jumpers like you, like you wouldn't believe. And at the end, I was like, this boy is tender. If I had an app right there where I could just, like, I was subscribed to, and I could, like, call someone and be like, hey, what is this deal? Like, that would have maybe helped me out a little bit. Usually when you're done shooting jumpers, the only thing that's sore are everyone's ears from all that swishing. That, thank you. Yeah. That doesn't happen whatsoever. Very kind take. <laughs> 
a lot of sports, uh, sports and sports adjacent talk today. Obviously, the Thursday night football game is going to be exciting tomorrow. We are off early tomorrow for that. Also, Lobo Men's is that tomorrow? I tell. Do I have that right? Sure is. It's Denver University. I'll be there. Oh, you're going. Van's, Van's yeah. favorite team. I'm taking the kiddo. Okay. My kiddo goes to Denver University, so it's a house divided. We got some Biggie and Pac stuff going on tomorrow. Speaking of, I wanted to return to our conversation we were having about the Aggies and the Lobos uh, yesterday, which we had uh, at, at length and I enjoyed greatly. Sure. So after the program van, some friends of the show had had made mention to me about like their opinions. Okay. And they were talking about how you have to, quote unquote, protect this house. And I thought we at length yesterday went into that conversation about Lobos and Aggies and how protecting this house actually doesn't matter. And that's my opinion on it. My opinion is, and that's why I'm bringing it to you now, is it do, it's not a thing. The logo is not a thing. The disrespect is not a thing. It doesn't matter. It's what happens during the play of the game. But I'm telling you, I think I'm, I'm overall in the minority of this opinion. Everyone I've interacted with said it's the most important thing in the world that you not be, quote-unquote, disrespected at home. This is our logo. They can't do that to a fictional picture of a wolf. How dare they grow up? Hey, grow up. It is a grow up, right? Because yeah. I'm telling you, I interacted with half dozen people about this exact thing, same thing. Face-to-face. Yeah. -face, I'm not talking friend of the show. I'm not talking a text. I'm not talking digital media. I'm talking individuals that said to me, hey, Fred, um, if someone runs across half court after the game, and they're going to stomp in front of me and act a fool. I'm going to overreact to that. And I and I like immediately my head goes to why? Okay. And then secondly my head goes to name image likeness. I'm not about to ever sully my name image or likeness cuz I don't know who's watching. Sure. I need to be available to everyone. I can't. You're not going to get a stomper unless like the Vegas show Stomp wants to sponsor you. You're talking the one with the trash cans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which would be a good one for the Aggies basketball team right now. Yes. I mean, I guess technically that would be a good one. Coming onto the court, your New Mexico State Aggies sponsored by Stomp, the hottest show in the Las Vegas Strip. Make some noise, Las Cruces. Promo code Aggies2021. <laughs> hey, Aggies fans. <laughs> That's the public address announcement. <laughs> Get your direct flight to the Bellagio Hotel and Casino. I mean, what's? I mean, we're th we're three days removed from this thing. Two two days removed from this thing. I I I'm a little surprised at the news cycle on. I'm a little surprised it still has life underneath of it. That's an in, inanimate object. It's a painting on wood. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a big deal. Not to me. What a big deal is is like getting the boys out there and practice their free throw shooting. Or their defense when they're in the paint. Like, those are tangible things that can be improved on. I think a tangible thing is Lobo and Aggie fan who is able to be so very excited again about both of these programs. I mean, what if the, the Aggies, like, went into the corner of the court and started stomping on the corner and, like, all the mathematicians and geometry teachers were like, I can't believe they stomped on a right angle. Can you believe it? <laughs> all the, all of all the disrespect in mathematics, they got a 90-degree angle, and they just stomped all over it. A beautiful 90-degree angle. That's, there goes the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, my God. That's the headline in the in the journal is 
they were wrong to step on the right Correct. angle. You got it. Exactly that. I tell, uh, I know we got to go to break, but I tell at the top of your head, because you've been in sports talk here for 100 years. When is the last time UNM and New Mexico State University were both at that level? And by that, I know there's a lot of interpretation, but has it been 12 years? Has it been 10 years? When Alfred was here, he really built back up the uh, Yeah, but the, the, Ag- the Aggies weren't there at that time is what I'm saying. They lost those matchups, I think, 6-1 to one or 7-1 or to one over that course of eight years. And then when they left, they kind of controlled it for a while. But the, the heat of the, the rivalry after this you know, last game has really picked it up for the first time in about 20 years. Pre-Alfred, I Late was 90s. in. Yeah, pre-Alfred, I was in Las Cruces living there during the Reggie Theus years. That was a lot of fun. There was really some big momentum there. But this is the last time that they've both been on the way up at the same time. And it's That's how I feel. Very exciting. Yeah. It's it's as good as it's ever been because it hasn't been good in so long. You ever go back and have a McRib after some time off? It's good because it's been so long. And that's why this is especially good. What about your house? Well, I mean, you have to protect it according to everyone I know. Oh, the McRib. I thought you said McRib. You go protect your crib. I thought you were still doing a protect your house joke. Oh. The Olympics are going to are less than two months away, and there's a lot of countries around the world that are talking about it, and we're going to give you what is going on with that because I, I love kind of everything that surrounds sports, and that's where this is today. Again, Steve Davis and Adam Halpern will join us. You are listening to Dave and Busters, which presents Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9 and... We started our days at the YAMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. Do you guys put like a connotation between summer and winter Olympics, or is it all Olympics? Or do you consider one varsity and one JV? I, I see them both equally. You do? Yeah. I feel like winter is a little JV. Because there's way less running. I think... Here's the thing about winter. They kind of just force some events on you. Like, who walks 10 miles and shoots a BB gun? Like, that is not a real thing. And skis. And shoots a BB gun. Yeah, skis are weird to me. But, like, quirky. You're not, like, skiing, skiing. You're cross-country skiing. Cross-country skiing, that's what I meant. That's walking with sticks on your feet. Do you guys, you guys feel like ice sports are actual sports, or do you feel like they're ice sports? I think they're sports. Yeah, they're sports. It's legit. Yeah, it's the level of athleticism involved, of course. We'll take them on a one-by-one basis. Hockey is a sport. Sure. Okay. Luge? Why not? Bobsled? Sure. Yep. Skelton? Yes. I don't know. Speed skating? That is. That one is. Yeah. That's very hard to do. Curling's a sport. Yes. Curling's the best one out of all. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funnest. You can take all the Olympic sports, all the winter Olympic sports away and keep curling, and I'm still just as interested. That biathlon one is stupid. It's dumb. It's very dumb. Figure skating is also a real popular winter sport. There's a lot of sports that don't exist anymore in the winter Olympics, which I didn't know about, but I just pulled it up here. Like weird ones. Military patrol? What? You just go out and march? 
how is that a sport? Synchronized marching? Yeah. I guess. I've had this stance for a long time. Pro wrestling should be an Olympic sport. I've had this, like, because that to me is the exact same as, like, figure skating or the exact same as... Synchronized swimming? Synchronized swimming. Sure. Because it's art. Yeah. It's like rhythmic gymnastics. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. Whoever can go out there and put on, like, the best display, because there's somebody in the world who's the best at it. Yeah, identify that with an Olympic medal. I, I think it should be. I'd be a winner one. My money's on The Rock. The Rock is going to headline WrestleMania this year, which is a huge deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. He'll probably return at the Royal Rumble, which I will be live at, and then I will not be able to return the show ever again because I will die. From a heart attack. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the Olympics, the winter version, is in Beijing this year. And it's not delayed. There's not like it, it seems like it's right here because the, la- the summer one was delayed. Correct. Okay. So the U.S. the other day, they said, we're not going to send anyone. Like, we're going to send athletes, but we're not going to send anyone from the front office. Like, so no diplomats, no government officials. No, we're out. We're, we're out. Just athletes and coaches. Yeah. And China was like, you weren't invited anyways. Yeah. You know, China's like, what? Like, we're not inviting people like that. This is, there's a pandemic. But Joe Biden and the Biden administration was like, no. No, we're not going. Okay. So now China's like, oh, you're not going? Forget you. And this is like a big international thing, right? So Great Britain and Canada yesterday and today announced they're also not going. What is going on with the Olympics? By the way, I hate China. <laughs> China has so many human rights violations going on and, you know, the way they treat the Uyghur population. Oh, that's the, so, that's the grossest thing ever. The Chinese Muslim population, that is gross. Like, they're literally in an internment camps as we speak. They're, we they've, can't, been, they've been using slave labor to, to build some stadiums. Like, you, you can't squeeze your hand together tight enough to demonstrate what China's doing to Hong Kong. Like, sure. cannot be done. Right. You cannot squeeze your fist hard enough. So all these like countries around the world are like, we're boycotting, but we're sending our athletes. We're still sending our athletes and our coaches and our news representatives, but the diplomats aren't going. It's weird to me. It's weird to me that like you're like, I'm going to boycott and I'm going to make this scene, but really I'm not. Really I'm in. So I was thinking about it. I was like, Van, like, this has to be like a one-off. This has to be a weird thing. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. This happens all the time. All the time. I think I'm going to boycott dinner with the mayor and the governor tonight. I don't think you were invited, man. Oh, so it doesn't matter at all whatsoever no. is what you're saying. I see. I see. If you really want to because you think there are human, like, there's human rights issues and there's like any, any list of reasons, and you're like, cool, we're out, specifically as the way they target like the Uyghurs and the Turk communities, I get that. You back out. Just back out completely. Because this is not that. This is, I mean, this is like the Nazi Olympics. This is like the, you know it's terrible. You know it's going on. What year was that? 36? 36? But you still, like, they still went. They still competed. They still went. They still won the Olympics. Like, that's that's what you do, right? You shove it in their face that we're still better than them. Like, that proves a better point than a diplomatic boycott who cares you know what i think now that i hear this this worthless strategy that they're using that's what it is you know what i'm gonna do next time we do sober october i'm just gonna have a diplomatic boycott of alcohol 
I'll still drink it whenever I want. It's just a diplomatic boycott. It doesn't matter at all. The thing, though, about, like, the 36 Olympics, which are the ones in Germany, often referred to as the Nazi Olympics, because they were like, hey, we don't, we don't want any black athletes. And then Jesse Owens goes over there, has his shoes stolen, still wins, like, everything. Cool, you actually have the best story in the history of the Olympics because you didn't boycott. Right. So it's like, what do you, how do you win here? How do you win either way? U.S. boycotted the 80 Olympics in Moscow? <sighs> that was because of the, the invasion of Afghanistan. That's a whole, there was actually a war then. Yeah. There's about to be a war in Russia right now, too. The world is a weird place. They're back on that Ukraine, aren't they? They've been thirsty for Ukraine for 30 years. Like, since the USSR broke up, Russia was, like, just licking their lips at the Ukraine. So whenever, so now, because the United Kingdom and Canada are on board, China is, like, really overreacting to this. They're like, all these Anglo countries don't have interests. I think Australia is talking about it, too. That might not be exactly correct. But you can't imagine that's going to go well for athletes there. By the way... Like, China's going to put in, like, a hockey team, and they're just going to get obliterated by everyone else on the planet. That's really exciting. Because they can't compete at that. Or have they been, like, behind the scenes, like, creating this hockey team for, like, 30 years, and now they're debuting it, and it's just going to take the world by storm? I'm a guy who loves the combination of politics and sports. I'm a guy who regularly is like, hey, get as far outside your lane as you want to get outside your lane to impact the world as it's around you, athlete. After the U.S. publicly said their diplomatic boycott was being enacted, and then Australia and Canada and the U.K., surprise, surprise, those four are together. China has condemned the U.S. for its decision and threatened retaliation. Diplomatic retaliation or actual retaliation? Because a diplomatic boycott doesn't matter whatsoever. Diplomatic retaliation doesn't matter whatsoever either. The posturing is what gets me, man. Because they weren't invited. Like, these people were not invited, but you're claiming the boycott. Are you trying to go over on China? Because you're not going over. They didn't invite you in the first place. I don't get the motivation. China and the U.S. right now is just Aggies and the Lobos after the last game. Yeah. Like, no one's going to cross the line and actually fight each other. No. This isn't going to lead to anything. This is just posturing. This is just for the news media to talk about, i.e. us right now. And the athlete is not like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's no politicians here. Who am I performing for? Their friends and family and loved ones? Yeah. They don't care that Joe Biden's not going to be there. And you know how poor the Olympics do? Like, the Winter Olympics already versus the Summer Olympics, like ratings-wise. But when they're on the other side of the earth, no one's watching them. There's not another way to say that. They're just not being watched. I, I mix in between the live streams and, like, if I can actually catch something live. But for me, it's not, like, destination television anymore. Mm -mm. It's not must-see TV. Like, I'll watch the highlights. I'll watch the clips. I'll watch the really cool moments. It just, to me, looks like the United States of America really trying to politicize, like, the Olympics, which, by the way, I'm often into when it comes from the athlete. When it comes from the politician, I'm out. And I haven't seen any real response from the U.S. or U.K. like saying why. They're just like, China bad. 
they make us like a concrete list of what you'd like seen improved in the country of China in that region. Why do this? To to what end? Well, that's the thing, right? Because you're trying to draw attention on yourself. You're not trying to point attention at what I keep referring to as human rights violations, and they exist. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. We talk about Enos Cantor often. Right. He just changed his name to Freedom. Enos Cantor Freedom. I don't know. I'm I'm dark on it right now. I don't love it at all. I think I need I need because we're like two months away. Give me the rest of the year. Let me see how the rest of these countries pan out. But if it gets to the point where so many countries are like this thing's real bad and then no one does anything, I'm out. Well, that's it, what it's going to happen because you don't want to start an actual tit for tat retaliation battle. Like you don't. The first country, if if the U.S. really pulled their athletes from the next Olympics, mm-hmm. it would start a domino effect, and other countries would do it too, just because the U.S. did it, and then that's an embarrassment on the worldwide stage, and China would have to up its game and do something to to show us up. You know what I do, Vital? I'd start my own Olympics opposite the Olympics, a better Olympics, with only the teams I wanted in, the Olympics two point oh. That's really have, have cornhole as a, an event. Yeah, yeah, pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Be the jam. You're talking about the backyard games, which we will be doing this summer. Mike Vital's boyfriend, Aaron Rodgers, has made the news today. We'll hit on that when we get back. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. The gift that keeps on giving is one Aaron Rodgers. He just don't stop, does he? I don't know if it comes from confidence or cockiness or... Or just being a, a jerk. So earlier this year, and what I would call the highlight of the year, Aaron Rodgers told the city of Chicago that he owns them. Do you recall this, man? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I, I love that moment. It was it was hilarious. He said, quote, I still own you. I still own you. I've always effing own you. I own you. I own you. He was talking to one specific group of Bears fans. So I just learned today. Because they were flipping him off like a whole family. In true Chicago fashion, the whole family came together to give him all the bird at the hey. same time. Don't forget all the beer that was thrown at his, his helmet, too. Well, I mean, I did forget about that. He had a helmet on. And a helmet. Grow up. Unless it was one of those helmets that has like little beer can holders on the side of it. Those are sick helmets. You so, owned one of those? Yeah, duh. I owned one back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. I They're not as efficient as you think. So mine wasn't a beer can helmet. It was a Brock umbrella one. So it was an umbrella hat that had the beer cans. It was a what? A Brock umbrella? Go ahead Bro- and look that up. So, I thought you said Barack Obama. No, no, no. What so a Brock umbrella is- Brock umbrella. Yeah. Are you familiar? So it's it's an umbrella that goes on top of your head. And then connected to it was two- Beer can holding koozies with little straws that went down your mouth. Oh, like the, okay, the umbrella that Lou Brock used to wear. Okay, that makes more sense now. There's no beer on it. It's just an umbrella. Well, that this was a hybrid is what I'm saying. Oh. So Lou Brock, one of the greatest St. Louis Cardinals of all time, would wear a hat that looked like an umbrella. And then the did one I- Did say Lou Brock or Lube Rock? Yes. Which one was it? I did. I said both. Okay. So the Packers are playing the Bears this weekend, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to get beat up real bad.
by a bunch of Chicago Bears. So he said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wanted to be inoculated against getting beat up. So he said, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's immunized against any further criticism Mm -hmm. from Chicago. So instead of saying, yeah, look at my career stats, look at my career win-loss record, I own you, he took the coward's way out. I wasn't talking to the Bears. I was talking to those people specifically. Quote, at some point what I said will be used against me, but I have no regrets for saying what I said, and obviously I think the record kind of speaks for itself, unquote. Okay, well that's better than what I read. Yeah. (laughs) Surprise, surprise, my article took the quote out of context for dramatic purposes. He had a little little smug smile because he doesn't have to wear the mask anymore. See a little smug smile. He definitely doesn't want to get caught up in a scrum this game. He doesn't want to be in a dog pile this game. No. Yeah. He doesn't want to take a shot, yeah. but also he doesn't want to get tackled. Yeah, he's going to take a, a little punch in the nugget pouch right, in the a, dog pile. Mine was a vaccine joke. Maybe a poke in the eye. He also got kicked off Jeopardy forever. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. I don't know if it's forever, but they didn't invite him back for next year. This is like when you're at the airport and they're like, your flight's delayed by 15 minutes, but they know it's like yeah. not going to show up. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, but they keep telling, oh, another 15 minutes. That's what they're doing with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, we're not going to use you next season. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. You just hang tight. Sit on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. His, no one's stock has fallen further. For sure. Literally a small handful of months ago, I was still madly in love with the guy. And now it's just a week-after-week embarrassment. Until he gets on the field and he turns into Aaron Rodgers again and all is forgiven for three hours at a time. Then he has to say something stupid the very next day. He did that on Pat McAfee the other day when Pat McAfee was like, Hey, how do you feel about there only being three pass attempts in the game for the Patriots? And Aaron Rodgers was like, I would quit. <laughs> He's like, there's ways to, there's ways to pass in bad weather. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I've been in Green Bay my whole life. He did say that too. He was like, I've been, he was like, I threw it 22 times in a blizzard. Like, whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's such a weird dude. He he likes to be that thing that's the opposite thing. He's doing the anti-vax stuff just to go oppo in everything. Everything, everything. Where he's like. Well, I know they won, and they didn't do it traditionally, but I would have won anyways, and then it's super tr- Like, why? Why is that your comment? I've said it before. I'll say it again. To get to that level of excellence, you have to be cocky. You have to be overconfident. You can't get that far without it. But still, there's an element of humility where your brain should be like, hey, hey. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you don't have to say that right now. Nah, I'm going to say it. I'm going for it. Who's going to, like, replace him on Jeopardy? Next year, it's Mayim Balak. I don't know if I'm saying it right. And Ken Jennings again. Who's Mayim Balak? She's the... Um... A Blossom? Yes. I'm actually into that. I've seen a few episodes. She does pretty good. No Rodgers next season. Geez, I wonder why. On a show where 
one out of four questions are about science, <laughs> the anti-science guy doesn't get to come back. Oh, buddy, surprise, surprise. I don't watch Jeopardy like I used to. But I do think if they had, like, someone Aaron Rodgers-esque, I would be a part of that. Maybe. I guess I'm lying. You have to have a cable subscription. I don't know anyone with a cable subscription anymore. Uh, I just got the uh, digital rabbit ears. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's you over ever, the you air. Have done those? Yeah, I'm familiar. Yes, it's over, the, it's over the air. Is Blossom a bigger show or Big Bang Theory? I would say Big Bang Theory. I don't like either one. But uh, I think Big Bang Theory's had way more success than Blossom. There were a slew of guest hosts, if you recall, LeVar Burton, Katie Couric, Robin Roberts, who I love, George Stephanopoulos, Anderson Cooper, Savannah Guthrie, Sanjay Gupka, Dr. Oz. I just, I don't know. He's, he's, he only has so much like further he can fall. And then who's going to catch him? He's fastly approaching Kanye territory. Like, shut up and make music. Like, quit yelling at clouds. Yeah. You're such a talented artist. Just do your thing. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Tommy. Tommy, welcome. How are you, and how much do you hate Aaron Rodgers? I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. I admire his ability on the field. I just think he, you know, like he has said many times in his interviews, he goes by the beat of his own drum. And he doesn't think like the typical NFL quarterback where football is the most important thing. He's already said that many times it's not the most important thing to him. It's just not. Um, again, great ability. I just, some of the things he does, I mean, it makes you, you know, just say, you know, throw your hands up and say, yeah, whatever. This is just the way he is. I, he, he, he's got amazing ability, but he's not in my top three. I don't know if you guys agree with it. My top three are Brady. My, Brady, I got Brady, Elway, Montana. That's who my top three are. Um, very talented. Just, it, just like I said, he's always going to go by what he thinks is right for himself. The vaccination stuff was kind of crazy. We've already been through that. But to me, it's like he's got to get another ring to really solidify his legacy. He's got to get cheap. One's fine, but he's got to get a couple, and that will really solidify his, his greatness. And if he meets Brady again, and it's leaning towards that possibility could happen in Green Bay again, getting the home field, even though I'm not coming out in Arizona, they're playing well. He's got to put Brady away this time because there were no excuses for last year of him not putting Brady away. And then plus he got turnovers. There's just none. You had a chance to beat a man. Like they say in wrestling, what do they say in wrestling? And you know this. Uh, classy Fred. What do they say? What does Ric Flair say? I mean, you got to beat, you got to beat the man. I mean, that's the rule. Exactly. And he had a chance to do that last year, and he didn't get it done. But we'll see what happens. He's just, he's just a weird cat. He's just, like I said, he, he goes by the beat of his own truck. That's just the way he is. If I'm a GM, I put in his contract next year that when he does interviews, he has to wear a shock collar, and I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Not, and I'm just sitting there, and he's like, what do you think about the earth being round, Aaron? And I, and I love I'm his just talk football. So, I mean, it's great to be confident. He's a very confident guy, and that's great. But he's got to have to, to meet back it up with one more ring before he can, he can say certain things about himself. Brady, so. Tebow, Minshew. I would say that's my, oh my, God. my greatest three of all time. 
And I love Minshew's attitude about it. He used to drive around, I guess, in their RV all over the country or something like that, or it is in a trailer or something like that. That was really cool. That sounds like Minshew looks like he'd be a great guy to party with. Yeah, yeah. If you go, yeah, yeah. top tier, he would change your life. Yes. Yeah. You go camping with Gardner yeah. Minshew, you come back a different man. Good or bad, don't know. <laughs> we got to grab all a right, break, guys, Tommy. You guys have a good evening. All right. Good dude. Let's go to it. Fifteen minutes from Steve Davis. Steve. Excuse me, Steve Davis joining us on the program. A little Mike McCarthy talk when we get back. Dave Busters presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Our friend Steve Davis is settling in, and he'll be joining us in just about 10 minutes. We're going to talk, obviously, a lot of high school hoops. We're going to talk quite a bit about my New Mexico Highlands Cowboys as Steve has been a part of those broadcasts for the home games. So we're going to have a lot of fun with he and that. All right, Van. So say you're a Cowboys fan. Okay. Ugh. Okay. All right. You're a Cowboys fan (laughs) and your head coach is coming back to coach against the Washington football team this weekend after his 10 day absence. Are you excited? Are you not excited? You saw what they did against new Orleans. Like, What's your energy on this? They legit don't need him. Oh, God. They legit don't need They don't need him. They don't need him. Oh, you're not correct. You're not correct at all. Okay. Show me where I took a misstep here. <laughs> not only is Mike McCarthy returning, Joe Philbin is returning, Jeff Blasco, the offensive assistant, Scott Tolzien, Harold Nash, Kendall Smith. Literally the whole coaching staff's coming back. They did just fine without him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they beat a really good Saints team without him. They don't need him. You sound like every small business that survived COVID. You're like, no, we can just run a skeleton crew. As you know, I have top shelf listening skills, Fred. Uh-huh. And anything people say to me, I hear. And what I've been hearing from Cowboy Nation is they don't care for him whatsoever. The They're fine. Base. They're fine. The fan base or the players? Uh, I don't know about the players. I don't have a direct line with any of the players. Here's what. But the Cowboys Nation is not a fan of Mike McCarthy. This 10-day um, purgatory also shut down, like, the weight room and shut down, like, the cafeteria and shut down, like, all the normalcy of Cowboys' practice facility and life. All that's back open now, too. I'm telling you, there's, like, a million benefits to having your leader, which is Mike McCarthy, back, but you still say no. No. no it's unnecessary. Dak Prescott is the leader. Mike Micah Parsons is the leader on defense. Like, they... He doesn't call plays. He doesn't do anything for that organization except for wear a hat with a star on it. Well, for the last 10 days, he's just walked around the hotel that he was hanging out at. Yes. <laughs> he says, quote, He's not even a good enough leader to get a, vac- a vaccine so he can just come back in two days. Well, he had the vaccine. Why did he have to go out for 10 days? You only, you only have to be out for 10 days if you're unvaccinated. It's NFL protocols. If yeah. you're, if you're, is that just for coaches? Are coaches and players separate? Is our separate rules? So, if no. You're, if so, you're no, vaccinated, you just need two negatives, forty-eight hours apart, and you could come back. Well, then maybe I don't have the best information because I'm under the impression that he had the vaccine. Now, maybe that's not correct. We can look that up real quick. Yeah, he did have COVID nineteen. He had COVID nineteen. Yeah, yes. He did. So yeah, my, I was under the impression that since he had to be out for ten days, he was unvaccinated because that's what it is for players. That's why Aaron Rodgers had to miss. Because he got it and he was unvaccinated, so he was he had to miss ten days. 
I'm looking it up right now. And he's been staying in the hotel. And, I, and I'm like an unbiased, completely objective uh, member of the press right now. It has nothing to do with being a Packers fan and seeing those wasted years with Aaron Rodgers influencing my opinion of Mike McCarthy. That doesn't matter whatsoever. All that notwithstanding, he still sucks. They don't need him. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> – so he absolutely has the vaccine. He does. Yeah. He's just soft. No. See? He, he couldn't even. He couldn't even come back in less than a week. You're not correct. It's 10 days regardless. For coaches. I think for everyone involved. Coaches and players. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's no. for both. Player, if players are vaccinated, you can get two negative tests within 48 hours and come back immediately. Well, that means you didn't have it. I mean, that was just a bad test. No, you could still have it, and it runs through your system faster because you're vaccinated. I don't know if that's 100% correct. I think my understanding is if you get a positive, then if you get two negatives, you're good. Correct. Yeah, right. Yeah. But if you, get, if you get a positive and then you get, like, another positive, you're not good. You're out for 10 days. Right. Well, then, then you're quarantined. That's what I'm saying. Right. And that's what happened to Mike McCarthy. That's why he was at that hotel. Because you can get a false positive. I think you're talking about false positive. He's still garbage. Okay. He's come, still garbage. Come on now. <laughs> Mike McCarthy Mike McCarthy looks like the guy that just walks up to strangers and asks them if they want to meet the tickle monster. That's what he does. No. That's the kind of guy Mike <laughs> McCarthy is. The Cowboys want to go back to BAU. That's all they want, okay? And now that they're there, it's a team that's going to really whoop up on the Washington football team. I think now that he's back, the football team gets a W here because they're doing so good without him. No. For, no. And it wouldn't be the football team getting a W. It would be the Cowboys taking an L. Mike McCarthy's the type of guy that hands out toothbrushes on Halloween. He, That's the type of guy Mike McCarthy is. He's staying in a hotel because his family is still testing positive. That way he can return to the Cowboys and be the leader that they need. If he was a, such a good leader, he wouldn't have got COVID that's, in the first place. Okay, that's just not how that works at all. When we get back, our very good friend Steve Davis. We're going to talk about all things athletics, including the Lobo game on Monday, because you know he's going to have had a reaction. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Five o'clock hour. It's quitting time. Welcome to your cars. Welcome to the program. Good first hour. Olympics talk. Aaron Rodgers talk. We're talking a little bit of Lobos, and joining us now is Steve Davis, owner of ProView Networks, former Lobo himself, socialite around town. Pull that one right up to you, Steve, so they can hear you clearly. Steve, I saw you Monday night at the Lobos game. You were there with uh, you were there with John, right? I was there with John Wisnett, a yeah. former Lobo coach, 74 I, when he, I coached. He actually recruited me from Clovis High School. And uh, I tell you, uh, what an experience! Uh, fans in the stands, yeah. excitement. You know, the, you you discussed about the ending and the the rivalries back, and it's just, it's just exciting. But uh, back to John Wizard, he, he I got to sit with him and watch the game, and it was so great to see his insight of the game and and what's going on on the court. It was a it was the energy there kind of made it feel like I can't miss for the first time in a long time, right? As as we were moving around. The pit, and as we were watching the game, it, it seemed like kind of everyone involved in athletics and everyone involved in sport here in town, they were there to take it in. And how long has it been, at least to you, Steve, you played for the Lobos in, what, 74, 75, 76? How long has it been for you since the Lobos and the pit have felt like a destination here in town? You know, probably back to the Alford years. Yeah. Okay, you know, in the first year of uh, of Neil, uh, 
excitement, you know, the talk of the town, everything was going. I mean, when I played, you know, I'm, I was spoiled. 18,000 people every game, every game that I played in right. sold out. God, that's so crazy to me. The uh, Van Van has rejoined us now. Uh, we were talking about how the, the Lobos rivalry being what it is now. Uh, I know you're not. I mean, obviously you're the high school sports guy in town, but you played for the Lobos. You're familiar with the state. Um, Alford year is great, but the last time that the Aggies and the Lobos have both been real competitive at the same time, it's been some time. So as you follow the state as a whole, and, and you help me with New Mexico Highlands, and you're very familiar with Western and Eastern, this is the best basketball New Mexico has been putting out in maybe that anyone's ever seen. Do you feel that way? Well, I think that the, the pandemic has made everybody excited about sports yeah. in general. And I want to just say, just not about college sports, but it's high school sports. There's more fans in the stands, and there's just more energy. Even when I'm going to games, it just seems everybody wants to talk about sports. And we haven't had that excitement in a long time. Steve Davis joining us, owner of ProView Networks. Steve, you're in the center of everything sports here. College, high school, uh, prep, AAU, whatever, you name it. You're you're in the middle of it. And you just mentioned COVID and how people, how hungry they were for entertainment, how hungry they are for sports. Do you see this across all levels, or is this something unique to college? No, I think it's across the board. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, you, you look at, you know, you know NFL, if you go to the NFL, you go to the, the college games, football games, or fans are in and they're just sold out and there's just excitement about every program in the country steve davis owner and president of pro v networks anything you watch that's like high school athletics that's like broadcast on the in um oh nm not you'll help me out here thank you network um that's all put together by you and your guys and you've been doing that for 12 years now is that right this is my 13th year oh my gosh 13 years ago, and who, who would ever you know, believe it? I mean, when we first started, it was my relatives and my mom yeah. watching the games. So ProView Network, now you have, you have the best games all the time. You bring collegiate sports. You bring pro. You do the gladiators. You, you guys produce a lot of different stuff, and it's like you were doing pro wrestling for a while. Like you got, like it was a, a small start to where you're currently at. What has that growth been like from the community, and how's the support of Albuquerque been there for you? Well, you know, it's funny. It was a slow start, you know. I mean, one because of the internet, the internet buffered, and, and the technology wasn't there. Uh, and since then, you know, the technology has created ninety percent of our games get up uh, without any 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 problem. And to answer your question, the community. When I, you know, when I first started, it was why are you there, and now the answer is why are you not there? Right. I mean, and that, so the community has embraced, you know, high school sports, uh, having multiple games going on. So good things have happened. You mentioned being around for so long. What was your segue into the industry? What what caught your eye? And you're like, hey, we need to put a spotlight on this. Well, it's funny, you know, life is destiny, you know, being in the right place at the right time. And uh, going back 14 years ago, uh some people came to me, and, and I actually saw it on ESPN. I, I saw a high school game on ESPN. I was sitting some people at an establishment, and actually a horse and angel sitting there, and they're all talking about their high school careers and talking about how great they were. And oh, of course. <laughs> they get better the further you get away. And I, and I was just thinking, I go, 
how neat would that be to have my games, have them recorded where I could even for interviews, for jobs or whatever, and say, hey, look, you know, we won a state championship in 19, you know, 1974 and, and things like that. And then, and, then and, and, and sure enough, three weeks later, some people came to me with that idea, and that's how it got started. Wow. And so the growth of it from, from the idea of, you know, boys being boys bellied up to the bar to where it currently is now, uh, you produce the games, you bring the games all year. I'll use, like, high school football, for example. I know – you, you you broadcast like the championship game, which is seen by thousands upon thousands of people, and and that was the Cleveland Rio Ranch game. But like Los Lunas, for instance, wins the state championship the other day, and then you guys follow up where it's cool. Now you can interview like Greg Hennington, and now you can really have like an insight to the teams. Did that all come naturally, or was that part of the plan for ProView? Well, it, it was it, it evolved. Yeah, you know, when when it first started, it was just you know the infrastructure was so important to get. You know, one thing I'm proud of in ProView and is, and, and also you know, APS and at that time Kenny Barreras, uh, listening to my vision, got the infrastructure. You know, we have in the, almost in every city in the state, we have internet at the press box now. It wasn't there, and that was the biggest, and 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 where it did not buffer. I mean, and, and where it, so that was the first really big involvement. Now, almost any any stadium in the state of New Mexico, you have you have the internet. So what do we have to do to get Van on Henry Tafoya's podcast? Because Van has been trying to become a guest of Henry Tafoya's since we got into the radio game two and a half years ago. And we just can't seem to get in there, Steve. Can you pull some strings for Van? Well, you know, you got to talk to Marty Watts. Okay? Yep, Marty, there you Watts, go. Marty Watts will get you an interview with anybody you want. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to talk to Marty. <laughs> Joining us on the program, Steve Davis of ProView Network. Steve Davis uh, gave me my first professional opportunity here in town, Van. I don't know if you know that. So, yeah, so Steve Davis uh, originally introduced me to broadcasting high school sports here in town when I moved to town four years ago. We hosted a very brief television show on ProView Networks before we made the transition into radio, and we would not be here without Steve and his assistance. So thank you so very much to you, friend. Uh, every morning, the morning show is broadcast on ProView Networks. What has that done for the network? Is it is it fun to have the outlet that is 610, the sports animal, and 95.9 uh, for what you guys are doing? Well, I think it, it, the, 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 it's bigger to me than just, you know, 610 and ProView Networks. It's the community hearing about, you know, Jeff Symbiota, you know, Symbiota. Biggest name uh, in the game. You know what? You know, the number one broadcaster, sports broadcaster, yeah. and be able to not only see it uh, in the state, but, you know, we're in, 100, we're in 52 states and 114 countries. So that's the, the yeah. range that it brings to, the, to and brings New Mexico. Whenever, whenever there is an event going on in the city or there is a sports production and you're at the point now where people approach you, are you turning away opportunities? Is, is it a thing where there's so much athletics that you can't do it all? Well, there's always been too much athletics yeah. to, to do it all, okay, first of all. So basically there's other people that are, are you know, are emulating what ProView Networks does. And it, it's uh, – it, 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 it's it's great that uh, like I said, why are you not there? Because we can, you know, we're we're only so, you know, we can do six events in one night, uh, and that's it. But there's maybe twelve or fifteen events in the, in the city of Albuquerque that are not being produced. Sure, and to piggyback on that question, I want to see like what does your busiest day look like? Where you got all the cameras out, you got all the correspondence out. How many events can you cover at once on your busiest day? Well, I can, you know, it's, 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 that's an easy question because we're doing it this week, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, and, and this is a typical week, and people don't realize, you know, 
Well, we're going to do 35 basketball games this week in in four different venues. We're going to have the, we have the Rio Rancho t- Girls Tournament. We have Joe Amia Classic Tournament Basketball Tournament at Academy High School. We're going to be doing Western, and we're also going to be doing Highland, and uh, and it's on Comcast Channel 26. And if you if it's not live, we re-air it, and uh, it's, it's just evolved into a, almost a 24-hour production that we always have new content every day. Steve Davis, owner and president of ProView Networks, joining us on the program. We hang out for well as long as you're available, Steve, or up till six o'clock at the latest, because that's when we're joined. Hey, you by. got me. You got me forever. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to grab a break when we come back. Let's talk some high school hoops, though. Let's talk about these tournaments going on this weekend. Let's kind of talk about the world that surrounds the round ball right now. You're listening to Two Men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Animal. Back on it. Back at the program. Steve Davis joining us. ProView Networks couple of big basketball tournaments uh, starting tomorrow and then through the weekend, Van. Steve gave us a couple of handouts here. So you have the Joe Aramillo tournament, and that's the one, that's at Academy, is that correct? Academy High School. Yeah. Okay, which I've been to. That's very nice. A wonderful campus. It's a wonderful campus. Very nice. All right, so let's run through the teams. Let's kind of talk about the tournament and what's going on, and then after we talk about the tournament, we'll kind of talk about how it works and, and how Proby kind of pulls this whole thing off as far as producing it for those who want to consume it. Um, what's the first game tomorrow? They play like during school hours, right? Right. It starts, the girls start tomorrow at 9.45 a.m. What? Albuquerque Academy Actually, in Rio Grande. the boys Grande. start at 8. Well, <laughs> and then, then, then 9.45. All right, oh. Forget study hall. Are they, they alternating games? Yeah, or? exactly right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, so 8 a.m. start tomorrow. 8 a.m. start with the boys. First game in the boys is Albuquerque Academy versus Rio Grande. Okay, that seems like an easy one to me. Rio Grande in hostile territory. Is that right? Well, I tell you, yeah, it, 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 but it's an early morning game, so you just don't know what's going to happen. Who knows, you, right? You think about that eight o'clock game. That means they got to be there, ready to go at uh, seven o'clock, and and then in transportation over. It, it's a uh, you just never know what's going to happen with that eight o'clock game. So, are these smaller schools, bigger schools, or is it open? Well, it's a little bit. Well, this has both. This yeah. has a, you know, the, I, th- I think this is a five uh, A, four A, five A basketball tournament. And I know Las Cruces in it. As you as you read it down, we'll go through it. Then we got after that matchup in the boys bracket, Oregon Mountain from Las Cruces and Clovis. Well, you, here's what's so great about this tournament: you got the southern, you got Las Cruces, and you got the eastern part, Clovis, which I'm from, and and, Jay, and, and Isler is the head basketball coach, and he's you know he's just he's a great player for Clovis High, and he's been a great coach. Then after that, we got Las Cruces High versus West Mesa. Of, of, of these first three matchups, and then after Las Cruces High and West Mesa, we got Hope versus Roswell Goddard. Is, is there a big favorite emerging here? Are they, are they all pretty pretty? Equal? Well, I, I would say that, you know, and not taking any discredit for any other teams in the tournament, but Las Cruces <laughs> is the, you know, the team to come watch. They have a kid named Carr. He's 6'9 or 6'10. Ooh. And then they got Benjamin's son that's, uh, you know, you know, almost the Gator play, Gatorade player of the year. He may have been the Gatorade player, but he's coming back. This team is very explosive. Uh, to go across the state, Hobbs, we don't want to take about away from Hobbs, but it's, you know, it's basically Las Cruces, Hobbs, and then probably Cueva or and also Volcano Vista at this point. Hobbs, I feel like, is in the mix in every sport. Like they're like an undersized city to me, but they just produce athletes all the time. Like, what's in the water down there? Well, Big shout out! No, to it's my... what's in the ground. So <laughs> it's the oil in the ground. Oil, oil, money, baby. 
Hobbs is building up a program like Artesia. Shout out to my cousin Ken Stevens for yeah, you've for made work, mention yeah working on the foundation there. The and that's the thing because we were talking about a little bit how I feel like basketball in the state right now is better than I've ever seen it. I've only been here a short amount of time, but there there's just so much talent that comes up from the high school letter to the collegiate level, be it junior college or Division two or obviously the big dogs here in the state. But but it's going as well as it possibly could go. And the reason why for that is is the great coaches we have. I mean, these guys are in the gym. I mean, and they've been here. If you look at almost all these schools, these guys have been here not just for two or three years. These these guys have been here 15, 16, 17 years. And that's, you know, they don't get the credit that they deserve. And I, I tell you, we just have great coaches. Jill Armijo, Boys Basketball Classic at Albuquerque Academy. You got the boys and girls brackets going December 9th, 10th, and 11th. How, how do you get tickets to this? How do you show up? How do you go? Well, you know, I, I'm – I'm just saying you show up and there's, there'll be a ticket at okay. and shell out your money, no credit cards, right. cash only, but uh, be ready to go. See, and that's the thing I love about this kind of stuff, too, because if, like, Van and I work nights. We work four to seven. You know what I could be doing at 8 a.m. tomorrow? I could go to this. Yeah. Like, this is like, I could, I, I would have access, or is the gym closed out? Or No, you can come. I mean, there's yeah. fans in the stands this year. Uh, that was something that's a little different than last year, and I think there's going to be a lot of excitement. But the the big thing is – Come out and these student athletes and, and these athletes come out and watch them play and, and see the good, the great basketball that's played in, in New Mexico. There's not any bigger fans in the nation than New Mexico fans. I love that. And then, so the girls play tomorrow too, man. Do you have that in front of you or do I? No, I, I got the girls okay. bracket as well. The Joe Armijo Girls Basketball Classic, also at Albuquerque Academy, also December 9th, 10th, and 11th. Albuquerque Academy goes off against Rio Grande, 9.45 a.m., this all starts tomorrow. Las Cruces High versus Cleveland kicks off at 3.30. The Hope Christian versus West Mesa, that'll be 1.15. And then Farmington versus uh, Las Cruces, Oregon Mountain, and that will be at 11.30 a.m. So if you're at the office, Steve, and you can't make it out to any of these games, all this is available on the NFHS network? Two places. We're going to actually do these live on Comcast Channel 26. Oh, heck yes. So, so you can, if you have Comcast, you can just watch it on your TV from 8 o'clock to basically 10 o'clock all day, all day coverage. And then if you can't go, you can go to your computer. You know, you can buy an NFHS pass. I, I say buy an NFHS pass. Don't buy a game per game. If you buy two or three right. games, you might as well buy it for a year. Right. So. Uh, and it's very inexpensive, and you can go to your school. It helps your school. It helps helps me do these games. If you uh, you know pick a school out and 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 buy your pass. Well, and I know that it's affordable because we have one, so it has to be affordable. Otherwise, you didn't ask me for a pass. I, I'm proud of you yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're the guys in the mix on that. Uh, so aside from the Jarmio tournament, uh, Rio Rancho is they're doing their own invitational as well. So, and they have a boys tournament later in the year, so they have it. So basketball's huge this. Yeah, weekend. we're under full swing. So so starting tomorrow at Rio Rancho, and that's starting at one p.m. So definitely no study hall tomorrow. Santa Fe versus Clovis, and then following that Centennial St. Pius. Following that La Cueva and Mayfield, and then Grants and Rio Rancho for you know for the the nightcap on the evening. 
So you're doing how many games tomorrow? 45 or something? Well, no, tomorrow it's a small day. We're, what? We're, we're just doing. Oh, we're, we're also doing Western, too. We have a girls and boys, a girl, a men's and ba- women's game. A baker's dozen of games tomorrow on uh, Comcast Channel 26, Proby Network, so the NF- NFHSnetwork.com. Get Jeez. your popcorn out. Jeez, Steve. All right, so who are the standout names whenever we're recapping this action tomorrow on the program? Uh, who are we going to talk about that that we may not have known before this tournament started? I think everybody in the city, you know, when I already discussed it, is Las Cruces. But it's always good to see Clovis because they're going to be playing Hobbs and getting a feeling of what's going on, on the east side. On the girls' side, you know, La Cueva is a team that, that – uh, uh, Volcano Vista is the talk of the town on in, in basketball. In girls, it's Volcano Vista and Hops. And it seems like it seems like you know, it's kind of like football. It seems like those two are going to end up in the finals. But uh, there's you know other teams that are 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 very exciting so, to watch. So Van, I don't know if you know this, the Clava girls are so good. They could do the A and the B team. They could win both tournaments. Oh my! That's what I would do. Ooh, I would wee. split them up. Smart. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's my energy on it. I like that idea, though. <laughs> uh, so how does it work, Steve? So so you guys go out and you get, what, you get like a cut of tickets? They give you popcorn sales? Like, how does this thing work money-wise? You know, one, it's it's just like everything. It's sponsors. And oh, so, yeah. So it's sponsors, and, you know, I, I have to really give credit to, actually, the pandemic has really put us, you know, because there was no fans in the stands. And last year, you know, people really saw the production that, Proview Networks can do and produce, and 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 they stayed with us. And, and I want to thank everybody that's you know has watched Proview or still is part of Proview. That uh, it wouldn't happen without you. Your your production value is so high on Proview. It's it's just top shelf pro level production on any sport you guys cover. So if you aren't able to be there, I highly recommend you check it out on Channel Twenty Six. Well, and I I'll tell you when you jumped and, off and, and, and back tomorrow. I just want to say we got. Our two announcers this weekend is, you know, Sebastian Noel. Stud. Uh, and then also Aaron Rivera. And yeah, he, very he, good. He's, he's an upcoming young man that's going to be very good in, in this field over the, over the as he gets better. Like, better. A, young, like a young Ed Nunez. Ooh-wee. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent. And okay. Ed Nunez is going to be in western New Mexico. Of course he is. And then uh, I and Steve will be in Highlands this weekend. So we'll be in Las Vegas doing the New Mexico Highlands game which will be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll tell you what put you guys over the top for me as far as your game production was the Connie Mack World Series. When you guys did the Connie Mack World Series, I thought that was top tier. Like the the level and what you brought. Um, how do you guys get the stuff outside of Albuquerque? How have you been able to expand into like other parts of sports that aren't like specific to right here? Well, it's like everything in New Mexico. Just like how you got your dirt. It's 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 word of mouth. Yeah, and and doing a, a, a good job and be and be credible for what you do. Let's take a break. When we get back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more high school athletics. We're going to talk a lot more ProView Networks with Steve Davis, owner and president of ProView Networks. You're listening to Two Men On. We're presented by Dave and Buster's and powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're live for the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back live on the program. We're having a lot of fun with it today. Our very good friend Steve Davis is live in studio. He's the owner and president of ProView Network. Works. We were talking high school athletics here in the state. Specifically, we were talking basketball. The Rio Rancho High School, uh, the girls' basketball invitational starts tomorrow, Van. And also, you have in front of you the the Joy the Joe Armillo. Is that what it was? Joe Very close, Armijo. Okay. Armijo. Okay. So how? So you? What is this? Thirteenth year for that? You said that's correct. So this was like your first get when you guys started Provio. 
Right, is you know, is something you know. If you look at how ProU started, it first started with state championships, and we had to have something to fill in the void between state championship. If you really think about state championships in New Mexico, it might be six to eight weekends or six eight weeks during the whole year. Sure, we had to have something to fill in, and that's where APS and and, and also Hope and and there, we had there's a Hope tournament coming up in in January too. So these were great venues to pick up. How so? How is the relationship with APS? Do is it just understood that you guys are the go-to resource, or is it a you got to bid every year and it's super competitive? Or, like, how strong is that? Well, I tell you what, we've been with APS for fourteen years, yeah, and basically it's uh, just been a great and great uh, arrangement between the two parties, and basically we have you know. Uh, exclusivity on any game oh, okay. that we do. Okay. So now within FHS, there's a lot of things. The pick slot's coming out. But we have, if we do our broadcast, it can't be played on the pick slot. Oh, okay. Who knew? See, we were talking during the break, and you said something that really resonated with me. Uh, I mean, you guys do any game you can all the way up to the state championship. But you treat every game like the state championship because no matter the matchup, no matter – what ranking you are, how big your high school is, that game is really important to somebody. And you treat every game like the state championship. Where is this an attitude you developed, or is this something that you just started doing from the beginning? No, this is what we are. Okay, uh, you know every game, and, and, and I and I've proven this. And you know one of the, you know our announcers are always usually the six A, and I'm always argue with my announcers that. Truthfully, sometimes the smaller games are the bigger game. Perfect example is the uh, Los Lunas Artesia game. It was the, the most watched football game uh, in the state oh, wow. on last Saturday versus uh, Cleveland and Rio Rancho. That game, so in all these games, like they receive the attention they deserve because they're spotlighting athletes and they're producing and done so well. Let's let's think of a game maybe you put out like twelve years ago. Have you ever had like an athlete come back to you like after the fact and been like, "I still have a copy of it. It's still the biggest deal to me. I've shown it to my kids." Do you have those kind of impact stories? Well, no, but it, let me finish what your 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 question was. Yes, we have we have DVDs all the way back to you, know, you can actually go to Proview Networks and buy DVD, DVDs back to two thousand eight. Oh my God! The, the, the state championships now are in, in 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 control of the NFHS, but I, I think two thousand fourteen we that I think we have state championships up to two thousand fourteen. Uh, but to answer your, your your real question is that uh, the the. The long-lasting impact. The long-lasting impact is my goal is I really want to have this. Is We started in 2008, now we're just 2021, is that I really want to have that father-son relationship that somebody won a state championship and their son played at the same high school. Yes. And when it's the other where I can show them the games that their their dad won the state championship and 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 then they have it what what a what a what a that's what makes me happen so i love it because when guys like van are belly up to the bar telling his war stories from high school it can be proven through my cell phone that he's lying that's yeah. what I want to see. I'm, I'm so fortunate that ProView didn't exist yes, you when were. I was in high school because I am so much better now when I tell stories. <laughs> There's no proof whatsoever. Well, <laughs> that's what makes ProView so great because those stories are, are the truth will come out now. Yeah, there's data. There's we, tape. I want to take one second and just talk about the gym that is Sebastian Noel. So you got the big game, whatever the big game is, however you identify it. Is it a given that it's going to Sebastian Noel? 
No, it isn't. It, 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 Ed Nunez and, and oh, he's and, so talented. Okay, so it's Ed Nunez and and and, and Sebastian Noel, and then they've been with me, so they usually have the you know they get their picks between what they want, and they and they do a great job of of sharing, and they do a great job of, of promoting each other. He, and, that, and that Fred Slow guy gets the garbage. That well, I mean, yeah. I, they got to work up. You gotta, I mean, <laughs> just, just, unless you unless you unless you have a great you know you know stipend there. So. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. And well, and Sebastian Noah, he's been referred to by many in the community as the Joe Buck of Albuquerque. So I just want that to go on record that he is the Joe Buck of Albuquerque. This is an ongoing joke. Thank Steve. you. you know. <laughs> Don't have to make that weird face at Fred. No, I no, I just I just don't like my guys because they just want more money when I every Quit pumping them up. The better you make them, the other they they want that pay, pay raise. Speaking of money, you have had some really good support from the community. Places like the Frontier Restaurant and Jackson Compaction and some other businesses. Uh, who has been along with you on the entire ride? Well, you, like, just, you just said it. Yeah, you know, Dorothy and Larry Ranisak. You know they. It, it, what a great story. And and probably, probably networks wouldn't exist without them. Okay, I mean, you know, it took 14 years, and people, like I said, when we first started, the internet buffered, and people were yelling and screaming. But I just thought that was such a positive thing because they were still watching it. <laughs> it was, it was. So I knew we had something because they would still watch it because they were complaining so much. To recap it, big tournaments coming up tomorrow. Those are available to you all day long on Comcast Channel 26. All the exciting action will be available to you on whatever viewing device you utilize to watch your cable or NFHS. Get out and go watch them. Just go watch them. Show up? Yeah, just show up. I tell you what, and one thing about the tournaments is the hospitality room all across the state. I need a media pass, Steve. I'm going to get into that hospitality room. You know, you might be able to get in. Thank you. That's what... That was uh, years ago. I used to do the uh, high school game of the week on the local Fox affiliate when I lived in St. Louis, and we would pick the game of the week based off what we knew about the hospitality room. Sure. So it wouldn't be the best matchup. It was whoever had the most Emos pizza. Well, the thing about that is that all my announcers sometimes forget about the game because they're still in the That's hospitality awesome. room. Sure. Classic. Steve. It's a long halftime. Classic Steve Davis. Okay. All right. So, uh, so football just wrapped, and then you get a zero week break. You're straight into basketball. Full schedule up until March, and then what? Just straight into baseball. Do you do you guys get a day off? You know that's what that's funny you say that because a lot of people say they see me in you know football and they say, oh, what are you going to be doing? Well, basketball starts. Yeah, and the next thing you know, uh, when we first of all we used to have the summer off. Now we picked up the gladiators. You know, right. we picked up all on it, so it's year round, full speed. Full uh, full disclosure to the friend of the show, uh, I have my opportunity with New Mexico Highlands through ProView Networks and Steve Davis, uh, and also I'm the voice of the New Mexico Runners, and I have that opportunity through ProView Networks and Steve Davis. So so how fortunate I am to be able to work alongside your guys. They are top-tier talent and quality-wise, and thank you for slumming with me so often uh, because I don't deserve that. Well, let me say something. You know, Fred and, 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 and Ben, I, you know, what you're doing in the first couple months of what you know sports it, it helps six ten, and what you do for the community I I, I can't say words to describe oh. the emotion that you bring and, and and bringing people in and and letting them tell their stories, uh, just keep that up and and everywhere I go and and I don't I'm a, I'm a low key guy oh, you're lying <laughs> low key guy I see you and 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 that really makes me that you know i'm older and to see people to have that vision and and all i hear you guys talk about is the community and we have 
there's so much negative in the world. You guys bring out the positive, and and and, and that's that, that's. I don't don't forget that the positive is bigger than the negative. That's that's so kind. Thank you. We, yeah, we really kind appreciate words. the kind words. Well, because oh. we have community partners too. You know the things we've been able to do and the way we've been able to do them. Which some of them have been positive. Some of them have. You know, it's Big Brothers Big Sisters or the YMCA or I could run the list. I'm just going to give you a couple. Um, we, without the options that have been afforded to us by those individuals, uh, we wouldn't have been able to help. So, Correct. so it's all secular. Everyone helps. Boys help boys. You know, that's what it comes down to. So, uh, obviously, Proview Networks is a part of that, and, and we are a part of, of bringing your message to the fan at home. Uh, if I have a student athlete, if I have a, a child who has played previously in a matchup and they do want an archive that they might not have, what is their best bet to connect with you to get a copy of that? Just go to Proview Networks, yeah. and then there's a DVD store, and you look it up, and then and then if, if, if there's – sometimes it's – we do so many games, it's hard to keep populated. Like, we have 35 games we're doing this yeah. week, so it takes us a couple of weeks to get them populated in. But, uh, you know, just call, and, and we we'll, we get it tangled. Well, that, that seems like the perfect Christmas gift, if I've ever heard of one. Well, I tell you, it, it, it's it's so neat, especially when somebody makes a last-second shot, like last night when LaCueva and Valcana Vista played, and Hill hits a last-second shot to win after the great finish of the, you know, for the Aggies right. against the Lobos on Monday night. There you go. Uh, I know we got to grab one more break. After we grab that break, we'll wrap it up with Steve. Uh, obviously, we'll talk one last time about how you can become a part of Proving Networks if you would connect with the audience that they so regularly hit. Uh, and we'll one more time go over the upcoming action this weekend. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men on Proving Networks. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Can't find a size for it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it up here in the five o'clock hour with Steve Davis. We're talking about how uh, he might not have a size big enough for me in Proview pullovers there at the prize closet. So, well, I tell you what, you have to wear it if you. I get it. So yeah, I'll, I'll be. I'll be on you for. Uh. I'm gonna do like Ozzy Osbourne in a St. Louis Blues jersey in my mug shot. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> do in my Proview Network shirt. But you got to earn your honors to wear a pro view, and you just can't come in the first year and do a few games. It's like bike it, stuff. It, it takes it yeah. takes it takes a while for my guys to to give it to you. Got to wear your colors, is what it is. So, uh, you were talking. We were talking about during the break about uh, pro view networks and kind of what's going on with them. How many games? How many events? How many broadcasts in a year for pro view? You know, which I'm very proud of is you know we, we do seven to eight, seven to eight hundred broadcasts a year. Oh, that's it. Okay. And Steve, that's you know, like I mean, two a day. Well, if you do if you do the math this week, we're you know we're doing thirty five games in seven days, oh, so, so that's five games a day. So uh, we average two to three, and, and, and it's just it's just not also uh, sports. You know we do you know we just did the uh, the La I mean excuse me the volleyball um, yeah. banquet this weekend on this Sunday, and and we did a two hour thing, and then we did a New Mexico Hall of Fame. We, we do a number of different events besides sports. Yeah, at one point, was it city council meetings and stuff, too, or are you guys away done, from that? We've done the mayor's right yeah. I mean, we've done huh. – anytime people want, you know, you know, that's just a compliment. You know, there's value to what ProView, and we have an audience that's an un- unbelievable audience. That's the correspondence Van would do. 
is like live from like a heated like mask debate at like a city council meeting. I feel like you would do well at that. Yeah, put me at the top of the list for that, that one. Next one. time you need one, so Steve, I would kill that one. Steve, are you are you producing all these things yourself, or is there like a backbone to Provia? Well, anybody that knows me knows I can't work a computer. I can barely work my phone. Right. So, I, so, so I've seen firsthand. So I tell you, I you know I'm, I'm very fortunate. And, and I'm very proud of these guys. Uh, you know, I, I have four full-time people that work for me. Uh, they've been with me for, you know, over, most of them have been with me over 10 years, 12 years. And uh, it starts with Jason Paul, I tell you. Good you dude. Know, he's he's uh, the best, okay. And then and then we have Alden Alanita. Yeah. I mean, I butcher his name, and I, I apologize that Alden, but, you know, I thank the world of what you do. And, and then we – which is hurt we have you know josh brown and he's he just has knee surgery and and uh and an upcoming guy we, we talked about aaron rivera being a you know upcoming announcer i tell you what he's just fit in with the mix and he's been with me for two years well he actually been an announcer for five years but he's gone uh full time with me doing doing uh being a director so we talked about Provy's humble beginnings and you know how you've grown where do you see ProView going? What's what's the future for ProView? Good question. Well, I, my, my my lifetime dream, you know, I guess my bucket list before you know my time is up is I would really like to, I you know, I, I really believe that I want to be on a must carry channel from you know that everybody can see three letter network kind of thing. Yeah, everybody can see it on 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 a must carry channel, and then that's uh, we're. You know, I've, I've heard it from day one. I've heard, I've overcame every obstacle that was possible about ProView. And, uh, you know, first of all, we didn't have a scoreboard. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have a clock. We didn't have instant replay. We didn't have, we didn't have pregame. We didn't have, you know, we just, and you could just hear people, you know, to me, and I would hear these emails, you know, and, and, I, and they were very explicit about, you know, how sure. bad you were. Yes. And then I just said, well, why are you listening to it? Why are you watching it? And then that just kept me motivated to do it. So I just think that all of our our high school fans, our our, our student athletes, they deserve the best. And why not, why aren't we watching? Everybody have a chance to watch them. Well, and I will never show you my DMs on Instagram then, because every game I call, I I hear about it. It's uh, it's not the most uh fulfilled feedback I've ever had. They're watching it. They are watching, and that's for certain. Uh, we talked about the 700-ish broadcasting game. We're talking about how often you do it. If someone wants to be a part of ProView, if someone is interested in in putting their company or their brand on it, what's the best way to connect with you? Well, you know, Marty, you know, Marty Watts is, is my sales and marketing guy, and you can get a hold of him, and you can go to ProView, and or you get a hold of me, and and, and I'll get to let you get a hold of Marty. Everything is at ProViewNetworks.com. Obviously, follow them on their social media. They have all of the obvious outlets. Search ProView Networks on the Facebook and the Twitter and, and all those things, and it will be there. Steve, uh, this was just tremendous. Thank you for giving us an hour of your time. Well, i tell you why. It went quick, and we really didn't get to talk about what we, we came in here for. So. Steve, <laughs> Steve and I will be uh, broadcasting New Mexico Highlands. This... Oh, I'm asking for another another, another uh, comeback. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> we'll set it up when we can. We will be Saturday. We'll be in Las Vegas. We're going to bring the Highlands game uh girls and boys five o'clock and seven o'clock relative to when games end and all that and then w- the week on comcast you will be following the winner's bracket and so basically there'll be eight games tomorrow four games on friday and two games on saturday and then uh our broadcast like i said will be a lot of fun that'll be on the rmac network so you can check that out that's the rocky mountain athletic conference um we do a lot about western new mexico that's this week that's silver city yes yeah, oh my gosh you get all right so your name's just on everything i got it 
Steve Davis, the absolute best as far as it is. Uh, nothing else we missed? We're good. Van, any final questions for Steve? Hey, thanks for letting us cut our teeth at ProView Networks. That, that is the truth of the truth. Three years later, we're sitting right here. That, how fortunate we are. Yeah. Uh, we will soon be joined by Adam Halpern. Adam is the creator of Wave On app. We're excited to bring that to you. It's an app that connects athletes with like trainers and, and um, like doctors and medical professionals and, and for immediate everything. So that we're excited to kind of break down how that works and, and give it to the listener and talk about opportunities for a friend of the show to become a part of that. And, and Adam will have every detail on that. So we're very excited. I know we got to grab a break. We'll be back at six o'clock to wrap up the final hour before your boys go to, where's our Christmas party at tonight, Van? Um, it's a uh, Howie's. Yeah, we're going to Howie's. Yeah. So meet us there. Meet us at, meet us at Howie's. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. They got a wing special, I think tonight. Dave Busters presents two men on Adam Halpert live excuse me, Adam Halpern, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 6. It's 6 o'clock hour. If that's the hour that you get off work, then welcome to the show. Congratulations. If you only tune in with us at 20-minute blocks on your drive home, we're going to encourage you to download the app right now. We're going to encourage you to go to talkabq.com and catch the live stream as you finish out your evening because joining us is one of the most ex- – well, one of the most ex- – I'm excited for guests that we've ever had. Uh, my friend in real life and now friend of the show, Adam Halpern, who has uh, helped create this the Wave On, which is this app that is connecting athletes with a different form, more immediate, of, of – uh, medical professionals like it's it's kind of revolutionary the way i understand it i came in early in a conversation with adam years ago about why it needed to exist and now it's at a point of existing so how very exciting adam welcome to the show now thanks i'm super excited to be on the radio with you guys adam uh you have a rich history let's explain who you are to the friend of the show before we talk about what you're doing um collegiately you got degrees in this you have so many letters on your email i have no idea what do they all stand for and where are they from I'll do the quick historical background, which kind of ties in the whole New Mexico story. So I grew up in a small town that some people heard of, Angel Fire, and a lot of people say there's actually people that grow up in Angel Fire. So I'm I'm one of the few, went to high school in Cimarron, went to undergrad at NMSU, right? I know I'm in Lobo, Lobo land, but I did become an Aggie, and I got my undergraduate degree in athletic training which then led me to the Bay Area. I got my master's at San Jose State in human performance, worked at Stanford as an athletic trainer, and then I was fortunate to travel around Europe on the World Cup ski circuit with the U.S. Alpine uh, men's ski team, which was pretty amazing. So it was the year right before Torino. And then since then, I've owned a professional fitness and athletics company. I've worked in the tech space. I worked for Kinesio and did business development around the world. I've worked in healthcare for 20 plus years. So that entire journey has really created this story of an opportunity for all of the active listeners, which wave on serves. So, you know, a little bit, that's what I know. I know. I know a couple of things. It doesn't mean I know everything, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur, as a founder, as a CEO, you're constantly learning, but I know we're really hitting a pain point and a problem that a lot of active people have. Not just in the country, but all over the world. So was was Angel Fire your segue into the ski world? Yeah. So fortunately, because I grew up skiing, I got the job with the U.S. ski team. So with the U.S. ski team, I was an athletic trainer, and I was on the snow every day. And if you can't ski, you can't be on the snow every right, day. So don't apply for that one. That's not for me. <laughs> okay. 
How much weed does Sean White actually smoke? Great question. <laughs> Great question. I don't know. I've never met Sean. There's so many uh, different uh, athletes within the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Association. Okay. That I haven't met every elite athlete. But I've worked with Bodie Miller. I worked with Ted Ligeti. Steve Nyman, who's still racing. I saw the Birds of Prey this weekend that was on uh, on TV. Jeremy Bloom, a cool guy? Same. He was on the freestyle. So Moguls is not part of the Alpine, like downhill. So Alpine is um slalom gs super g and then downhill okay so freestyle there's multiple there's nordic there's women there's so many different athletes that we never came across uh, just because of who we were working with and when you travel all the different ski teams are at different ski areas right. all over the world sure. adam halpern joining us we're to talk wave on um hey for the friend of the show not a paid endorsement here like we're doing this because like we are excited about it so i just want to be insanely transparent on that so Wave On, uh, when you first introduced it to me, we were having a cup of coffee over a water cooler at the health club one day, and you and I was like, Adam, what's your story? Like I, mm-hmm. like I know you're always doing something. I don't know what you're doing, and and you gave me like the napkin version of it, and it was you wanted to introduce athletes to to like personal trainers and physical trainers and give them immediate reaction to immediate injuries. Uh, How has it grown from there, and where is it at now? There's there's two. Two points of discussion within that question. One is the service model, and then the other is the business model. So if we talk about a business model, if we incorporate human capital to deliver every single piece of service, that just costs more money. And what we're trying to do is create an entry point for active people that is affordable, easy, um, quick, and basically give people access to advice as quickly as possible. So in order to do that, we have to leverage technology. So we're creating a 21st century solution to help active people stay active and healthy. So what we're in order to make it affordable for all the listeners is we're working with and partnering with technology platforms that are all over the country that are really bringing tech advancements to the active population. And if you look at the Lobos or where, you know, the ESPN basketball game and you look at these NBA players, they have access to an ecosystem that really allows them to stay on the court or the field to, as quickly as possible. Are you talking about like a dietitian and a massage therapist yep. and a personal trainer and a physical therapist and a, everything at their, at their text yeah. whim? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper just because you're, you're, you're bringing up good points. If you look at the, the teams, they have a health medical field around them. And an athletic trainer is a licensed allied healthcare professional that has to work underneath the supervision of a physician. So that means there's a health perspective that allows athletes to have a full management team around them. So it starts with prevention, then early intervention, then recognition, and then referral to the appropriate specialist when provided. So we're bringing that environment to the everyday user. So think of we're all sitting on our, on our chair in the station that if you are working all day and you jump on your bike or you go to the basketball court or you start to ski and you're like, man, the outside of my knee hurts. Right now, the only solution is you go to Dr. Google and hope that search doesn't mean you have cancer after three days. Right. Right. Because that's the Dr. Google search. Or you are pushed into the system that you're trying to avoid, which is this healthcare system that is convoluted. It's a labyrinth and they have really good experts, but it takes a long time to see them. So what we're doing is we're simplifying that by having an AI-driven human expert system that gets you exactly what you need as quickly as possible. As you mentioned like from a napkin to a business. 
Where did this idea start? Is this something, did it come from a place of personal need? Did you see it from someone else? Where did the idea come from? Yeah, great question. If you have a startup, if anyone is listening and you've done a startup, you have to have a solution for a problem, right? That's the best way to kind of start something. And as an athletic trainer, I'm standing on the Swiss Alps with the U.S. ski team, and I'm realizing I don't want to just impact 12 racers. I want to impact a lot of people. And how can I do that? I was asked by hundreds of people, and my athletic training colleagues are asked by tens of thousands of people, how can I help my shoulder because I have to play in a weekend softball tournament this weekend? I just twisted my ankle in lunchtime basketball. Do I need an x-ray? I'm riding my Peloton at the house and the outside of my knee hurts. What can I do for it? And that highlighted there's this really rich profession of athletic training that is underutilized in the mainstream market of activity, how do we take that and bring it to the masses? I, le- I legitimately tweaked my knee this morning at the YMCA. Legitimately did. Like I, what, do I, what do I shoot, 100 jump shots every morning probably-ish? This morning I came down on it, and I was telling Vayanoi we were working out. What's, what's the average wait for me if I were to try to see a medical provider? Like how long would it take for me to get the inside of my knee looked at by somebody certified to do that? Uh, some statistics stay up to two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So just, I mean, sometimes you know someone, right? People have right. a friend. But there's a lot of information that can be captured without having to go sit and wait in a lobby to see a provider and have a couple hundred dollar copay after a couple hundred vis- or a couple visits and different imaging to have you realize, well, you didn't tear anything. You didn't break anything. Go figure out how to rehab it on your own. So that, that's really what athletic trainers do for these athletes. If you watch these sports and you wonder, how did that athlete go down on the court and now they're playing just a couple days later. Well, it's because they have this ecosystem around them that give them as much service. So we're bringing that ecosystem and delivering it to you at your house. So your, your whole professional career, you've worked with elite-level athletes, but this isn't exclusively who it's for. No. Yeah. I mean, everyone asks, oh, so you're building an app for pro athletes? And the response is no. They actually already have what we're building. We're bringing this to – the CrossFitter. We're bringing this to the triathlete. Weekend warriors. The weekend warriors. The, like I said, the people that have a Peloton and they can't get off of it because they love the classes, but now their low back hurts because they do so much Peloton work. Well, let's look at your low back flexibility, and then if you need a referral to the appropriate provider, we can get you in as quickly as possible. So I'm, I'm listening to the show. I'm a friend of the show right now, and I play club sports. Yep. Okay. I download the app. What's my first step? Yeah, so you we are in development. Phase, You're in demo. Right? We're, demo. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're raising we're raising funds to build out the next version. We actually just had a really amazing call today with a, a back end technology infrastructure partner that allows us to capture data and then really kind of kick this whole thing off the ground. But if you go to waveonhealth.com is where you'll see the website, and then you can ask any type of question to me. And then as soon as we get this partnership solidified and locked down, then we can get you on the app ASAP. With that said, our current environment is we're building out what we call a longevity test. And a longevity test is going to help both of us, the user and us, understand your habits, your beliefs, and your attitudes around how long do I want to play lunchtime basketball? How long do I want to ski? And we're going to understand, have you not been able to play because you tweaked your knee? Have you not been able to practice because you've had to sit and wait for a doctor's appointment? And that helps us create the actual longevity score and the perceived. And then that helps us kind of kick in the appropriate resources to, to give you at your home, your work, your office, on the road, et cetera, et cetera. 
So after it's built and and I'm putting in like these qualifying questions yep. and I'm a, I'm a part of it. Uh, I tweaked my knee at the Y this morning. Yep. If I were to open the app, what is the vision? Like what is yep. the I will receive assistance vision? Yeah. So if you hurt yourself, you communicate with us and we do some virtual assessments. So we can have you do a movement screen and then that allows us to help uh, both of us understand where your limitations are, where your at-risk qualifiers are, and then just the fork in the road happens. Do you need to go see an orthopedic surgeon that day because there's a possible tear in a ligament? Do you need to do some corrective exercises that you can do at your house? So it's really making it a personalized approach. It's not a cookie-cutter program, but there's a lot of technology on the market that allows us to personalize it as quickly as possible. More with Adam Halpern of the Wave on WaveOnHealth.com is what we're currently talking about and how he is connecting technology with uh, well, with Weekend Warriors and, and, and do-it-all athletes. We're having a lot of fun with it. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, joining us, friend of the show, Adam Halpern of Wave On, which is, it's in development, but it's, like I said, it's a story we wanted to get out early, waveonhealth.com, because, well, you've had my interest peaked for, for years now on, on where it was and where it's going, and when we originally touched base on it, um, when we were still doing the weekly show, you had talked about this idea of introducing it to, to maybe like conferences or introducing it to like a uh, schools and, and having having it open to athletes that play for uh high schools or, or universities whatever level and then the idea would be because they have the athlete's best interest in mind this would be like a quick avenue for them to receive treatment uh where do you guys stand on that kind of development is that still the target as well as the weekend warrior or is it swung away that is actually a really interesting question so as an athletic trainer we work in what i call institutional sports that's the traditional job setting High school, college, pro. So in New Mexico, half, probably not half. There's a good majority of the NMAA schools that have athletic trainers, and then obviously the colleges have athletic trainers. But I've spoken with the NMAA about providing this service to the rural and small schools that don't have athletic trainers. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's important is smaller schools or rural schools are literally at a, less, at a lesser advantage because they don't have the appropriate sports medicine resources at their disposal. Van's athletic trainer in high school was a volunteer firefighter, and he would show up every weekend after hanging out at the bar all week, and then he would tape up your ankles. You're literally not far off. <laughs> you are not far off whatsoever. <laughs> Sorry you're not closing for the Astros, Van. That is I'm exactly why, because I didn't have a top-shelf athletic trainer or a top-shelf app to match me with my physical needs. So then, so let's use like Carlsbad as an example, although I'm sure they have an athletic trainer. I'm sure they do. But if we were using one of those one of those like rural schools, do you go to the booster club? Do you go do you go to the administration? Like like who would set up that relationship? From and this is me asking a question back to you. Setting it up in regards to having a conversation or setting it up and actually like the service is paid for? Uh or both. Oh, I guess both. Yeah, the way you state it. So yeah, it would be it would be, hey, who's excited about exposing this to the athlete? And then whatever that cost is, how would that be covered? Yeah. So, for if, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this because there might be listeners that are like, hmm, this is interesting. We live in rural New Mexico and we don't have anything. I want to learn more. If there's a parent or an athlete that has had an injury 
and you felt like you would like to have more service, you're a champion and you can get us in the door. Perfect. If you're a coach, if you're an athletic director saying, I want to do more for our athletes, let's start the conversation. That's how we can kind of get it in. And then we do a presentation. We do a demo just to kind of educate you on how it works and what the resources are, et cetera, et cetera. And then if we talk about the pricing model, that's the unique component of what we're trying to build within schools. That if there are small schools, like I went to Cimarron High School. So Cimarron, Maxwell, Wagon Mound, Springer, we're a district. What if everybody chips in a small amount of money per school and now all of those student athletes in those rural communities have a resource that it could be someone that works for the Lobos. It could be someone that works for the Denver Broncos that lives in the state of New Mexico. They would have amazing resources at their disposal. I'm, I'm going to segue a little bit. Um, so you noticed this need, and you're trying to create this app to fill this need. Your professional history is in athletic training, et cetera, et cetera. But you're trying to use technology. You're building an app. How blindsided were you to this tech world when you're trying to develop this idea? Uh, blindsided is an understatement, but I, I had the athlete mentality, which is like, yeah, I'll figure it out, right? Is that right or wrong? It's just the path that we took. I've surrounded myself with smarter people, and we're constantly surrounding ourselves with smarter people. Van does that too. Yeah, every day. <laughs> so I have a team of people all over the country. Um, and a big shout out actually goes to Scott Goodman with GOS Capital. That was actually what sparked the interest of coming on the radio today that Scott is the first local investor to really say, I see it. I have a small micro fund. Let's put some money behind this to get it going. And there's some other conversations we have going. Well, and, and speaking about that, we're so very fortunate to have so many friends of the show in the community. Um, how important is it to keep like the investors and those behind it Albuquerque based? How big of a deal is that to wave on? For Adam, it is important. Yeah. The reason it's important, like I grew up in Angel Fire. I went to state. Even though I left, I moved back. My wife is a dentist. She's from Albuquerque. To have a success story from the state of New Mexico and Albuquerque means a lot to all the listeners. When we all know it's an underserved state and it's always left behind and people don't pay attention to us, that we are creating a service that can be global, global in the musculoskeletal management service. So to have other stakeholders within the state of New Mexico be part of that narrative can be a really exciting story for all of us. So, so Van wants to invest, right? Van has a, he's got a he has a mattress and underneath of it a lot of money. And Van says, "I want to be in." What does being in mean? What does investing in Wavon look like, and and how does it help the app develop? Yeah, right now we're collecting safe, which is kind of like a convertible. Once we get the next round of funding, it converts. So we're looking for a minimum of five thousand dollars, so anybody can do it. And we built an SPV uh, this week which is an easy uh, format to collect money. So then as we start to raise more, we're looking for 250 and we're able to turn it over. But if there's anybody that wants to support it, just contact me. If you go to waveonhealth.com, you'll send an email to me and I'll get it. Um, and then we can take it, but it's a $5,000 minimum. So hit the listeners up with all of your contact info. If they want to follow this project as it develops, they want to invest, et cetera, et cetera, where can people find you? How do they contact you? Yeah, waveonhealth.com is the website. And then my email is adam at innovateat.com. So I-N-N-O-V-A-T-E-A-T.com. Uh, and then if you're, in, if you're in motion, if you're commuting right now, uh, connect with your boys. Everything's at Talk ABQ. If you come to us, we will get you to Adam, we promise. That won't be a problem at all. 
Adam, I've seen a lot of things start up. I'm, I'm familiar with the internet. Why don't you have a, why is there not a Kickstarter? Why is there not a GoFundMe? Why is that not the approach that Wavon has taken? Oh, good question. Went through different accelerators that I've been in. One was through ABQ ID Activate NM, which is a CNM program, which was valuable a couple years ago, actually pre-COVID. And then I'm currently in an accelerator out of San Diego, uh, part of the Founder Institute, which is an international accelerator. Part of the Kickstarter campaigns, they have said if you don't have a physical product, Kickstarters are a difficult vehicle. It's usually like you get a cooler or you get a widget. Sure. We're not, we're not building a widget. It's just a technology platform. So sometimes Kickstarters are more difficult. But an SPV is a form of a Kickstarter now that allows people to jump in for a lower amount of money than, say, 100000 or a million. And then they're able to contribute to the growth of a company and that get a payout when it happens. So is it like the Green Bay Packers when Van makes his $5,000 investment? is He's partial owner? He gets like a stock certificate? How's it work? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. It, the SPV collects money from multiple people. And then on our cap table, we have one line, which means it declutters the cap table. So when we raise our next round of funding, we don't have a cluttered cap table, which is difficult for VCs to put money in because then they don't have anything because it's already been taken away. So this allows us to get friends and family, local individuals, get their support and really open up the doors for the future. And then you own, you own part of the company and you can get paid out in the future or you stick with us forever. And the, the goal is let's get acquired for 500 million. Let's have Amazon buy us. Let's have Apple buy us. They're getting into healthcare and we're doing the same type of technology-based service just around musculoskeletal management. And like within our team, we talk about this all the time. We're creating digital health coaching just around musculoskeletal management. This is happening in diabetes. This is happening in mental health. We're just the kind of the first to go with the musculoskeletal resource. So let's say we're, we're six months down the road from now. Mm -hmm. we could, and you're going to come on regularly. We're going to talk about the advancements of it because we're fans of yours and we're fans of the product. Where does Wavon hope to be six months from today? Oh, six months. We want to have 25,000 people in Albuquerque using it. Yeah. We, we want to be working with, um, would say, 60 different providers from orthos to PTs to chiros. And we want to be working with companies that have a very active employee base. We want to work with gyms. We want to work with um, organizations such as youth sports that we're able to really infuse this health and recovery vehicle in, I use air quotes, new institutions. So just like the Cueva High School and APS schools have athletic training in this ecosystem, and UNM has a sports medicine ecosystem, and the Broncos have an ecosystem. Because we're leveraging technology, we're able to bring this ecosystem to a whole new institution base. And those are all the organizations I talked about. We, we've done a pretty deep dive on this and what, what kind of service it's going to provide if you have the app. If, can you give us your elevator pitch, your, your two minutes, we're walking down the hallway – what is this about in layman terms? Yeah, we're just reinventing keeping people healthy and active. That's, that's what we're doing. And we're bridging technology and healthcare to do so. Well, I don't hate that at all. Yeah. yeah. Adam Halpern's been joining us. We're talking about WaveOn, WaveOnHealth.com, kind of the, the next step we see in, like, athletic health. I mean, there's not another way to describe it. We're primarily talking about those in the community, and if they're interested in being a part of it, they can. They can. You absolutely can be a part of it. Uh, WaveOnHealth.com. Uh, go there. Send, send an email. Send a request. Obviously, connect with your boys, and we will get you connected with Adam about how you're able to become a part of the process. There are some really quality New Mexico brands out there. 
Have you guys been fortunate enough or able to connect with any like New Mexico legacy brands to keep like New Mexico a whole in this process? Once we have the product that is understood from a visual conceptual perspective, Mm -hmm. those conversations are going to be much easier. Up to date, because New Mexico doesn't have pro sports and people really don't understand the magnitude of pro sports, and because New Mexico is a heavy Medicaid state, a lot of people have been uncertain of really about what we're doing. <laughs> they haven't really understood it. So that I mean, I appreciate you guys understanding it, seeing the vision, and you know, like the Scott Goodmans of New Mexico. And that's the main focus: is let's build, let's work with these technology partners that allow us to deploy a virtual clinic. Is how I've been saying it lately. And then we can take that to those name brands to say, this is what we can do. I have talked with uh, the athletic trainer for the United, Tyler Harris. Very nice. Yeah, and he he sees it because he's cut from the same cloth as me he knows the value it's just we need to have a product that maybe could help their developmental team adam halpern of waveonhealth.com thank you so very much for your time friend yeah no i appreciate it we got success stories and the next time we talk we'll have more success stories so we'll as, keep it up love as, it as much as we can for you i promise that we will where we get back from the break uh well we're just 30 minutes away from the christmas party van we're going to the cumulus christmas party tonight we're Ooh. Where's it at? I can't remember. Uh, uh, Leo's. It's on Leo's on okay. 4th Street. Going out of Leo's yeah. after this one. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play on Team I-9. Every single day we start our day at the YMCA, and I encourage you to find your why. Tiger Woods is back in the news. If you didn't miss him, I am sorry for you. He made modern golf, so whenever he's in the news, whenever he speaks, I listen. And it looks like Mr. Tiger Woods is already back golfing. Did you see this, Vitale? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I don't think he'll ever be the same, but it's good to see him back on the course. A hundred percent. And I mean, this is just showing well-being, et cetera, et cetera. But Tiger Woods is going to play in a golf tournament with his kid, and that that shows like how far he's he's right. And Fred Slow joins us after walking out. Our friend Albert. I had to Adam. validate the parking. I got caught up. <laughs> There's no receptionist here. It's 6.30. I had to validate. Do you feel validated after you validate? Be like, we don't know who this signature is. I'm, I'm, lo- I'm low-key surprised I even knew how to do it. Like, is that, you know how you get shown something one time? That was me. Like, oh, no, I think I know how to validate. Yeah, I could totally do this. <laughs> you just scribbled something down on it and then put some initials and like, yeah, this will work. I just wrote, I do, do what you want, and then I signed it. Yeah. And then, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, how Ron Swanson of you. So we started talking a little Tiger Woods before. Oh, he's back. back. Tiger Woods is back. Going to play some golf with his kid. Father and son kind of deal. Is this a testament to Tiger Woods' determination to get back and be Tiger Woods again? Or is this just like, hey, I don't want to lose my leg. No, it's the whole thing's a work, man. The, like he, he, he wrecked his car on purpose. He was like, he's like, forget it. I, I still need to hit the comeback story. This is how I, I'm doing it. I'm, and also, I'm going to beat kids at golf, and people are going to think I'm really good. 
Tiger Woods loved his own documentary so much he needed to set up another comeback chapter. Is that what you're that's, saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a bad angle. He was, yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, I know you guys enjoyed the ending, but let me tell you about the epilogue. Because that's where Tiger was at. He's like, dang, how do, how do I do this? Yeah. Uh, he wants to stay relevant enough to keep the endorsement money coming in. Well, and also he wants to be able to wear the title World's Worst Husband but World's Best Father. So he wants, uh, he wants to have uh, both. Uh, that's his angle. The, the old Liam Neeson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Stop getting kidnapped, y'all. Hey, you're not that good of a dad. <laughs> You've done this four times now. There's four Taken movies. It's, uh, this Quit one... letting them kidnap your kids. Yeah, stop it. Stop doing that. The, uh, this is 360, not 180, though, right? Because it's it started with him and his dad. Right. That's where we are again. Like That, to me, is the brilliance of this story. Because the handoff will be... The Tiger Jr. Because once Jr. gets it, his name's not Jr., was it? Uh, Charlie? Is that what it is? Charlie. Yeah. So it'll be when we're doing talk radio 20 years from now, I guess really a, bit, a little bit longer, 30 years from now, it'll be the exact same thing again, where it's, oh, here comes Charlie with, you know, with Tiger 2 or whatever. And you're like, you're like, I already saw that on Netflix. Charlie Woods wearing his Sunday red walking down the 18th. Yeah. Paying homage to one Greg Norman. No, I'm afraid not, man. That's paying homage to his father, Tiger Woods. He's a commentator for the Golf Channel. And his yes. Son's going to the 18th oh, green. By towel. That's really good. That's that's literally it. Here, uh, I know, I know we're, in, uh, we're in Augusta and everything, and it's got a rich history, but boy, boy, am I proud of my boy out there. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And name, image, likeness. If they're to start like, like the, the ti- Tiger and Cubs. Like and it's like only Tiger like helping kids get out and do this. I'm telling you, this is a cannot miss for Tiger Woods. Does not have to play competitively, but can still be in all the spotlight and everyone he brings along. They can slide a couple Nike bucks too. And and who like who as famous as Tiger Woods has had a completely uncheckered past? Who's just like just slid right through? Dolly Parton. Okay, that's a d- very that's a very good answer. Yeah, it's a very good answer. I don't I don't think Dolly Parton was as big as Tiger Woods. Though. You're an idiot. I think like okay the the example that I was about to give is my actual answer. Never mind. Okay, so Tom Brady, <laughs> yeah. except for all the cheating, no no arrests, nothing weird or creepy outside of that. Like even you know the other goat, Jordan, like he's. He's got some bones in that closet. He's got some stuff going on. How much money he's brought to the game of golf, man. Oh, he doubled people's salary in his first year. Fred Rogers. You're going with Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Steve Irwin. Okay, you can't choose, like, the two best people in (laughs) in the history of Earth. Bob Ross. Put Bob Ross on the list. You know who who hasn't done a lot of stuff like that? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, hey, for sure put that dude on the list. Okay. The varsity okay. of dudes without checkered pass. I was talking about famous athletes, right, but dude. here you go with Dolly Parton and Mr. Rogers. Today's varsity is the varsity of dudes without checkered past, okay? Okay. So remember hey, that- this is a good one. Remember that to you in just a few seconds. Such a good varsity. You're right, though. Athlete-wise? When you yeah. get to five. The, the best, Sports like... twice. The one example of an athlete without a checkered pass, Tim Tebow. But what about his future? It will never be checkered. <laughs> He's untouchable. 
when the time comes that Tim Tebow wants to be at that next level, and obviously I'm talking politics, if you give me a card. When you said next level in Tim Tebow, I thought you meant like the next son of God. Okay, that's close. Okay, that's the next level I thought you meant. If you give me the Johnson Tebow card for the next presidential election, I'm placing that vote. Johnson Tebow? Who's the Johnson? Dwayne. Oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. You can't just say Johnson. You, you can't say, say Rock Tebow. Rock Tebow. Yeah, Rock Tebow's way better. Rock would have won. They're together. They're they're. It's the same card. No, I'm talking about last election. The Rock would have won. He'll win any election. Can you imagine going over at WrestleMania on Roman Reigns winning the Universal title and then in the middle of WrestleMania on day two in the ring announcing that you're running? You're not like, you're like I've decided to throw my hat in for president of the United States of America. Like yeah. Joe, Joe Biden would come out with a steel chair. And then you hear on the microphone, and I'm running for the Republican nomination. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> it's the Rock versus John Cena. A landslide victory for democracy. SummerSlam. <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. It would set a record for votes cast. It would be like 100% voter turnout if it's The Rock and John Cena. You're not incorrect. The only reason I say I don't know is because you ever watch like those singing competition shows like The Voice? There's more votes cast than that stuff all the time. None of those people have ever had hit albums. So I just I don't really know if if the support would come out. Kelly Clarkson has entered the chat. She's she's the original. Carrie Underwood. I don't know if she ever won one, so I can't say I don't know enough about that stuff. That's a really good point. I don't know if either of them won. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I, just, I just know they're on there. I know Kelly Clarkson won because that was 25 years ago, and I was of the age where people would talk about that. Uh, but I do, I could not tell you if Kelly Clarkson. Excuse me, what was the other girl's name? Not Kelly Clarkson. Carrie Underwood? I, I could not tell you if Carrie Underwood was the champion of anything. I would have no idea. I believe she was. Possibly, yes or no. Not a clue. I know she was on it, though. We were just talking about pop music yesterday. I have no idea. I literally have no idea. But that's what I'm trying to say. Is If it's like a popularity contest, Tiger Woods is not going to win president. But he'll win every ratings battle of every golf that's thing that's ever on. He'll give me a reason to look at Paige Staniat. What's her name? Paige Stoyakovic? No, the gal reporter. <laughs> no clue. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, right, 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 right. Paige Spiriniak? Spiriniak. Yeah. Spiriniak. Paige Spiriniak. Because, like, when Tiger's like, I'm going to do something. Her Twitter is just, oh, my God, Tiger's going to do something. You're like, what? I mean, if he turns into, like, a pharmacology rep, like, people are going to listen. Yes, I mean, you're not in Yeah, I get that. Let's grab a break. When we get back not to- Not a driving instructor, I'll tell you that. Well, maybe competitive stunt driving for film. Yeah, how do you know? Yeah, we don't know. Fast and the Furious Tiger. And also, if that's not, like, an actual one, that should be a one. Orange County Drift. Grab a break when we get back to these varsity, the I-9 varsity of uh, dudes without checkered past. Okay. Okay. Dave Busters presents Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Opinion on Coffee. We 
playing Team I-9, and we start our days at the YNCA Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, final segment of the program. We had a heck of a show today, huh? I had a lot of fun. Five o'clock hour, our friend Steve Davis joined us, and, and we talked for a whole hour on high school athletics and Proby Network and kind of the ease of access for for athletics here in the state. And well, that really that's because of Steve. So so we had a lot of fun with that. I love his story, and usually when we get his story, it's over an hour long period with a nice little oat soda in our hand. Right. But it was cool to get it on microphone, two on one here. I feel the exact same way. Also, Adam Halpern joined us. We had a lot of fun talking about his Albuquerque-based app that helps athletes connect with trainers, waveonhealth.com. Check that out. We are going to kind of, I don't know, be a part of that story for as long as, as he will allow us because I'm just kind of excited about where it's going. That's a cool kind of thing that I would love to support. Yeah. Beginning to end. See where it goes. Just help. And you you didn't do a good enough job selling it to me, like what the app did. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, Adam did. Yeah, he knows. He did it today. I'm I'm sold. I'm in. Connect with him at waveonhealth.com if you locally want to be a part of, of their growing project. I do. I'll, I'll be looking for in, investors to invest in me so I can invest in Adam. So That's you. You are like that. You're like at the shot. You're at like the Kroger at the when you're checking out. They're like, "Do you want to make a donation to whatever?" That's you. Now I'll ask the next person in line, "Hey, would you like to make a donation on my behalf?" And they'll be like, "Quit talking to me, <laughs> sir." How many times are you going to buy a pack of gum so you can stand in line here? I like lines. Today's I nine Varsity brought to you by I nine Sports League Office two eighty at i nine sports dot com five zero five three one two forty nine ninety nine. Connect with I nine. Here in town, talk about fundamentals for your youth athlete and let them learn the game. Fan, they got like 20 sports over there. It's ridiculous. Do them all. Baseball, softball, dance, flag football, basketball, volleyball, all of them, man. They're all there. Today's I-9 Varsity and the varsity for maybe the friend of the show that is new is us identifying a category and then picking the people that are most qualified for that category, places, or things. I should have just said proper nouns. That's okay. Okay. Today's varsity is dudes without checkered pass. Without checkered pass. Okay. Yeah. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Go ahead, buddy. All right. I'm going to go with Coco the Gorilla. So Coco the Gorilla, to me, the first gorilla who could speak via sign language is uh, at or near a perfect individual. To get to that level of cross-species communication, uh, you have to do everything right in your life. So I'm going to go with Coco the Gorilla. That's a good one. Thank you. Hung out with Mr. Rogers. Hung out with Robin Williams. Oh, you see where I'm going with this. Star-studded <laughs> fans here. Yep. Yeah. First on my I-9 varsity, uh-huh. uh, people without checkered pasts. I'm going to go with Bobby Fisher. You know who Bobby Fisher is? The chess player. Yes, the chess world grandmaster. He's the youngest at age 13 to become a chess master. He does not have a checkered past. He has a chest past. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. His biography wrote by Jeremy Schapp. I don't know if you've read that. It's very good. Strong work. I'm going to go with Bubbles the Chimp. So Bubbles the Chimp Bubbles, <laughs> was Michael Jackson's pet chimpanzee that lived in Neverland Ranch. 
uh, lived a life in an amusement park and was constantly pampered by his master, Michael Jackson. I'm going to say to be able to meander around constantly in a ranch-clad diaper that uh, you cannot possibly have a checkered past because you are a monkey. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's a pretty good one. Uh-huh. The, um, the clientele of your first two uh, greater and lesser apes are yeah. wildly different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They both found their level of success their own way possible. Both primates are totally innocent, though. Correct. Do not have a checkered past. Next on my I-9 varsity of people without checkered pasts, I'm going to go with Danica Patrick. Okay. Yep, I see what you're doing there. Okay. She never won a NASCAR race, mm-hmm. so she never got to see the checkered flag. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah, yes, so very good one. Danica Patrick does not have a checkered past. Untimely ending for this New Mexico native. Albert, the first monkey in space, left from White Sands, New Mexico. Yeah. And he got there, um, well, relatively checkered past free because to become an astronaut, you got to do all things right. Uh, unfortunately, Albert died um, by suffocation uh, during, in, that, in that V2 Blossom rocket voyage to outer space. So it's actually a very sad end. Okay, if you're going to make an omelet, Fred, you're going to have to crack some eggs, brother. I don't like that you said that. Sorry for him. Next on my I-9 varsity of uh-huh. dudes without checkered pasts, I'm going to go with Uber drivers. Okay. As you know, Checker Cab was one of the predecessors to Lyft and Uber. So Uber drivers do not have checkered pasts. Checkered cab <laughs> pasts. <sighs> Many individuals around the world believe that the timeline spit, split the exact day of May 28th, or 2016. And that was when Harambe was murdered in the Cincinnati Zoo when a three-year-old boy climbed into the gorilla enclosure, shot dead by zoo officials. Uh, Harambe was only trying to come to the boy's rescue, lived in exact checkered free pass until his untimely end whenever uh, Donald Trump is then elected president of the COVID-19 pandemic, and here we currently are. Yep, there you go. Next on my I-9 varsity of people without checkered pasts, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Paul Bunyan. Ah. Because whenever you think of Paul Bunyan, you see the checkered shirt, right? Uh, Yep, flannel. Some would say flannel. But the red and black checkered flannel... Those didn't come into fashion until after Paul Bunyan's time. So Paul Bunyan actually did not have a checkered past. A checkered shirt past, that is. That, it's, again, it's flannel. <laughs> I don't know why you don't just... You could play checkers on his shirt. Also, is Paul Bunyan, like, regionally an accepted, like, mythology? In Minnesota and Wisconsin, Yeah, up there is. it is. Yeah. Like, up there, like... In the panhandle, that's like the story. Down here in the Southwest, no one knows who Paul Bunyan is. Vital did. Yeah, but he's from Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's so soft, they won't even take the upper pan from Michigan. <laughs> what about Babe the Blue Ox? You think everyone knows who Babe No, that's what I'm saying. I did. <laughs> I'm from Texas, and my family's from New Mexico. I know who Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox was. I'm agreeing with you. but Babe, I'm- Hold on. Babe the Pale Blue Ox, actually. Excuse me. Well, I thought it was a pretty good little show today, man. Oh, that was a good one. 
I had more. I was going to go with that. That little monkey from Ace Ventura, but I didn't know his name. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Cute little monkey, though. Thank you to Steve Davis. Thank you to Adam Halpern. Had a lot of fun with them today. We're headed to the Cumulus Christmas Party. Van, where's it at? I can't remember. Uh, it's in an alley in the South Valley. Okay. So, so we're... It's, it's in between uh, Isleta and Bridge. South Valley Alley is where your boys will be tonight. It's just geo geocached. It's not even a place. Van, any final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.